Are all Marines heroes? Yes. Even the ones that kill children. <laughs> Sean, go, go, go. <laughs> yes, were they annoying children? Okay. <laughs> Hey, Sean. Yes, Ray. Do you feel like they don't make really funny movies anymore? Well, it's funny you say that because whatever that that Jennifer Lawrence movie that's coming out or that's, that's out. It's out. It just came out. It made the most in the past 10 years. It's the most gross, the highest grossing comedy movie. It might actually ring a bell that people are ready for goofy comedy movies again and, and like silly irreverent ones. Because it's like sexually based. She's like trying to fuck a teenager in it. I, I, I didn't see it, but um, my my roommate saw it and he said like he said it was f like an easy watch, but it wasn't like they didn't push any boundaries. They don't try to cross any oh. lines. They don't try to do anything new. So I think it is like a very watered down version. That's kind of a scam because from the commercial, it looks like they do push the boundaries yeah. and they used to push the boundaries. And also, what you're talking about is why Todd Phillips start, did the Joker and got out of doing comedies or, or like traditional comedies. Is that for real? Yeah. He said he couldn't, you couldn't get things made anymore because of, because of Hollywood and, and kind of offending people or whatever it is. That's him saying that. Not, well, you know. be, and I, I was wa the, the reason that I bring this up is I was watching. So Netflix does come out with some comedies here and there. They do the Adam like, Sandler like, ones, which I, well, you know. They oh. do the Adam Sandler ones. And I watched one today, and I was like, oh, that was a fun watch. What but was it? But it wasn't one? fucking funny. No. And it wasn't good. But it was just an easy watch. It was with Adam Devine and the, uh, Piers Brosnan, and it's just like a the action outlaws. comedy. Yes. It like, was, like playoff in-laws, right? Now I get it. Is that what it was? Did you really? Oh man! Wow. Are you joking? Or are you really? Now joking? it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But like, it just like like guy, guy who guy who like I remember watching movies and like my stomach fucking hurt laughing. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm, I know what you're gonna ask. What? Go for it. Is it age? Is it age, or is it? doing this as a job oh absolutely that but but i've but there's shows like one i just showed you a clip of before we started yeah where i will i'm on the floor left nathan for you that i think you should me. leave what happens is this what your, your your common sense of humor doesn't really get us anymore because we kind of see where things are going and you kind of can map it out in your head i've sure. done that with you can do that with sometimes bits you see people do or or definitely plots and lines and comedy and comedy shows and movies. So what I think a lot of comics, not all maybe, but a lot gravitate towards is like the really weird niche comedies. type of niche comedy comedies. stuff. Yeah, because I watch I Think You Should Leave and I almost pissed my pants. I'm on the floor laughing. And I and I and I my and Megan, my girlfriend, watched it and she was like, I just can't get into it. Some people don't. Get, you know what it is? <clears throat> you know what it is for comedians? Is watching things like I Think You Should Leave and Nathan For You. It's like a. It's like being a. how Probably how a porn addict feels. Where like just watching two people have missionary sex isn't going to get them off. Yeah, you know get, what I mean? They got to be into some really messed up shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need, to, they need to watch like an orgy with camels and you know. Everybody has to be a different race. They all have to have giant wieners. There needs to be or, handcuffs. But the thing about comedy is different than sex. I feel like with sex, 
Maybe they they're when you're in pornos, you are doing the crazy stuff a lot of the time. So maybe you go the other way. You're like, I just want to make out with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just hold hands on a beach <laughs> and then like mm. have a, a nice saying above us? <laughs> like, <laughs> a live, laugh, love above live, us laugh, at the top. Above us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's. I think with that, it's so like taboo, and they're in a taboo business. Comedy isn't really. It's not a taboo business, um, and things that used to make me laugh. 20 years ago I think part of it's age And I think part of it Is from doing comedy But yeah. it's but I, I even mean it Like from like A drug perspective too Do you know what I mean Like Like you need something That's like You need the hard shit now To really make yourself laugh Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that said Like I remember seeing Wedding crashers In the theaters When I was like You know How old was I I was probably like 13 and I, and I just remember I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm laughing every like two minutes. And then I rewatched it fairly recently. And it's still really, really funny. It's just not like... You in know, all fairness, you've seen it. Yeah. But I gotta be honest, I, there's something... I think Wedding Crashers I still laugh out loud at. I still laugh out loud at Seinfeld episodes, but I'm also obsessed. And I also... Dumb and Dumber, I think. I watched Dumb and Dumber and I still will laugh out loud. Like, and I think that's saying something. That means that I'm, I'm going to say it. The what? old man thing. The, the, they, the generation. They don't make it. They don't make them like, like they, they used to. to. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a saying for a reason and it only pertains to a certain group of people. But it's almost like that SNL thing we've talked about before where supposedly the reason why you can never win the what's the best cast and SNL argument is because it's personal to every single generation. Fair. It's whatever was the SNL cast. When you were 13, in your case, it's not because of your older brother, because you kind of were brought along on co older comedy. Sure. And that happens all the time. But I mean, like, if you have no exposure to SNL prior, and that's when you're at your fart joke peak, or you're not even, you know what I'm saying, like your silly I'm, joke. I just got, I'm still into that. You're still into it. Um, when you're at your, when you're at your, your what, what SNL would, one, it would be funny, that's when you're like 13. Because it's also like, SNL is so it's so mysterious. Like you gotta stay up late to watch it, and you do, and it's so exciting, and it's like it becomes a thing. Or you know, that, or that's what it was for me when I was a kid. It makes me sad a little bit. <clears throat> that well, yeah, because then life becomes like this kind of harsh reality. Yeah. You know? Well, that, but but and also it makes me sad that there's no like like I cannot think of the last movie that I went to see in the theaters that made me laugh extremely. Okay, the last written movie i saw jackass 4 and i laughed the whole time yeah but outside of that man I, i'm just like maybe the good boys i saw like four years ago that one got me the good boys i don't even know what that is it's the little kids um i think it's an <clears throat> i would uh, assume it's an appetite produced movie but it was uh the good boys it's about like these three little kids they like sell their dad's sex doll and it's about oh i didn't even saw that yeah it's pretty I, i'd recommend it it's pretty funny but outside of that i mean i think in that like 10 year period there's like nothing that really does it for me let me ask you this yeah are you trying to say that woke hollywood has destroyed comedy <laughs> <laughs> am i trying to create a headline <laughs> no you you know what though i don't even think it's just that man it, it's 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 i think it's a perfect storm of things is that tv shows are we're in like the prestige tv era for both drama and comedy shows we're in 
you know, an age where every Marvel movie is has a comedic element to it. So, like, people are getting their fix. They're getting their fix of comedy. People yeah. are getting their fix from the fucking reels on their phone. Yeah, yeah. It's shorter, less attention span. I will say, you know, what was really funny was the f- what had a lot of comedic moments is the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So, it's like, yeah, it when, when comedy is kind of, like, in the DNA of everything else, it's hard to come out with, a, a, like, a dumb, fun a comedy. A standalone comedy. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there used to be one. There used to be, like, a couple every year. Yeah. Well, we like, talked about shit. I don't know if it was off the podcast or on the podcast when we talked about pop star never stop never stopping, which was so. I just we watched that. I laughed hard at that. That's one of the other ones, though. But dude, that came out ten years ago. I know, right? But I'm but I'm saying is like, it, but even then, it didn't get its due. And I think it was the start of that era. <laughs> like, what is the reasoning? It's not Andy Samberg. It's not those guys. Those guys were popular at ten years ago. Really, really popular. Uh, so ten years ago. Wow, can you believe it? You were you were tw- a young, twenty-three-year-old lad. Just did you? Are, are you in like Pittsburgh, a, Pennsylvania, making sandwiches? And why was I making sandwiches? I didn't I make know, my own sandwiches. Who did your mom? Yeah, she makes all your sandwiches. Yeah, still she sends them to New York. <laughs> <laughs> she FedExes my sandwiches here. <laughs> yo, yo, that is such a. You sounded like such a bully there. That's a good bully move. Like, did your fucking mom make your sandwiches, little bitch? <laughs> Hi, huh? oh, you my bitch. Put the put the ham and the cheese on the bread with the little sandwich. Hi, fucking pussy. Uh, <laughs> that's me, Shawnee Donnelly, the bully. Are you like a uh, high school reunion guy? Did you go to any of your high school reunions? Yeah, I- uh, my my grandma went to her high school reunions up until she was like eighty six. Really? Yeah, and and they so they, so what they started doing is is because there was like you know when when you get that up in age, there's like. 11 people left so they started having a reunion every year they had like this little party at this park every year that's good and she was bringing my grandfather who recently told me the story and i may have mentioned this on the podcast but i didn't tell you where it was he's at her like high school reunion my grandfather's 83 years old at the time and he goes uh he said that he's talking to some dude and the guy is somehow they get on the conversation because my grandfather father is probably not unlike me. He's on the conversation with two other old dudes in their 80s and they're talking about jerking off. 80 year old men talking about jerking off. And my, <laughs> and my grandfather said the guy was like, oh, I haven't done that in 10 years. My grandfather goes, get the fuck out of here. You haven't done that in 10 years. Are you kidding me? And, the, and he said the guy was all shocked. And my grandfather was like, I did it yesterday. And then we're sitting around the living room while he's telling me and my brother this story. And me and my brother are first like, hey, man, Relax. why are you telling us this? <laughs> and then second, we're also like, eh, just pumping them out at 84. Yeah. It's the, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, that means I got 50 more years of loads. And also knowing you for a couple of years, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Your family is strong like bull in that respect. Yeah. They're very sexually based beings. They're monsters. They're creeps. I think I'll get to the 80s. I'm not gonna. I I don't know if it'd be ten year break because I think you're. If, I, if, I, if I'm not just, if I'm not incapacitated, I don't even know. I don't even make it to eighty. What am I talking about? Yeah, that's true. It's true. But the me either. Yeah, but the um, I went to my twenty year. I had twenty year. I don't think they ever had it. recently. Would have been like twenty five years. Oh shit! That'd probably be a thirty. I guess I have to be what's thirty? Fifty eight? No, no. Yeah, you'd be forty eight. No, no, forty eight. Forty eight. That's thirty. Forty eight's thirty. 
Dude, that's three more years. Yeah. Jesus. That's what's, dude. That's what. That's what's crazy, man. I'm so old. I'm. This is why I'm not working out in show business. I'm too old for show business. You know. You know why my productivity is so down in life, even though I'm productive right now, is that like I'm think now. Now I got the wheels turning in my head, and I'm thinking about my grandfather saying that he jerked off till he was 84, and then I remember my dad when he was really sick. He said every day. He kept having to make sure he could still get hard on because that's what his priority was. <laughs> not not as getting rid of the cancer was like secondary to like, I hope I could still get boners. <laughs> also, I hate to break it to you, Ray. You know who, uh, who's not productive guy? Guy who mentions four times in a podcast that he's been productive lately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You've already said I it. have. <laughs> well, no, we're going to have to delete one of them. <laughs> I, uh, I have been productive, man. Fuck, dude, I'm, I'm on a three day production streak. Yeah, well, I like. Well, you even use like whiteboards and stuff. Like you're. I'm changing a the heist. game. What? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you use the whiteboard. I love. <laughs> I love that that's your only. That, that that's your only use for a whiteboard. <laughs> Somebody's buying a. You're walking through a Michaels and you see a whiteboard and you're like, what are they, what are people, people come here for the heist. <laughs> is this is this. Is, Hey, you guys know what this is used for, right? Why are you selling? Wait, yarn and 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 thumbtacks? What is what is somebody solving a case too? Why are you gonna, you gonna catch a serial killer? <laughs> um, let me ask you this: I yeah. may I'm starting to realize that I may be a terrible hang because <laughs> I'm becoming this guy. I did this over the weekend a little bit, actually multiple times. When I first got to I was in Texas. I'm the guy. I'm like I keep being the guy. Who I'm constantly mentioning movie references. Yeah. I'm constantly, and then, but based on people's reactions, I'm like, oh, maybe not everybody's like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, you like, you like, you like, uh, you know, Don Corleone on The Godfather, and they're like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, not everybody knows the encyclopedic yeah. knowledge of all these random movies, and then puts it into has no like basis in reality where it's like, hey, shit's just happening. But I'm like. Oh, you're just like Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, the amount of deep cut Seinfeld references that you fucking rattled off on this show that go way over my head. <laughs> and then I'm too much of a people pleaser to say that I don't. You know, I'm always like, oh yeah, the f- <laughs> that episode. Well, Big Ray, it's uh, time. I, I think it's time for the quick jerk. I think it's. Oh, you want to do quick jerk? We'll do quick jerk first. You have the quick jerk. I have the quick jerk. Right, let's baby. do quick jerk first. Okay, are you ready for this? Uh yeah, I am. I think those the, everybody's been loving the quick jerk. So people don't know what the quick jerk. The is. The rapid fire questions. It is rapid fire questions. It's breaking the internet. And you have to answer with the absolute truth. Everything that comes out of your mouth is going to be considered the absolute truth, Sean. And uh, these are questions not to trap you. They're just random questions. They're not to just paint no you in any light. Motive. Is there zero ulterior motive? Okay. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready. Go ahead. Bloop. Friends or Frasier? Friends. Who's your daddy? Go, go. Oh, Who is it? My, John Donnelly. Okay. Are all Marines heroes? Yes. Even the ones that kill children? <laughs> John, go, go, go. <laughs> yes, were they annoying children? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finish these three sentences. I'm so happy I could... Fly. The world is... A shitball. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's least favorite ethnic group is... <laughs> 
Eskimos. <laughs> that's a real. That's a real group. I shouldn't have said that. That's wrong. I thought it's a funny answer, but wrong okay. answer to all three of those. But I'll tell you in a sec. I'll tell you after this. Wait, wait, wait. These are. They have right answers. They have right answers. Um, <laughs> if you could fight one child, who would it be? It'd be the the kid from the Cars for Kids commercial, the main singer of the of the band. You think you could kick when his I, ass? I could beat the fuck out of him. Okay, kid. the Bible or the Quran? The 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 um um Da Vinci Code. The, the Da Vinci Code. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nipples on butt cheeks. Oh, wait, sorry. Nipples on butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your new band name? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you asking if I have them? No, how do you feel about it? I, I it horrifies. Sci- scientists are doing it. Okay, nine <laughs> eleven. Did they? Did they do it? Did who do it? Did they? Did who? The government? Or who? You're saying the, the government did nine eleven? Kids? What? You're saying the government did nine eleven? Okay. Uh, that's not what I said. I'm asking you. Who would do better in a zombie apocalypse? You or the actor from Big? So yeah, what, do you mean Josh Baskin? Or no, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks would do better than a zombie apocalypse. Tom Hanks would do better than anything in, than I would. A very driven guy, a talented guy. Just watched a montage of him winning all his Oscars, and I almost came to tears. Wow, you you didn't have to share that. That was a lot of information. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And that's the quick jerk, folks. <laughs> you got a ninety-one. <laughs> Nipples on butt cheeks. At a two hundred. Nip. Well, oh, ninety. <laughs> You got all what three. Thing where you just keep releasing info as we're going. You got all three of the finish these sentences wrong. What are the correct answers? Of this is the I'm best. so happy I could kill a horse. The world is a vampire. It was a Smashing Pumpkins oh, lyric. Smashing Pumpkins. And uh, Sean's least favorite ethnic group is the Italians. Oh, that's true. I do not like the Italians. That's and a quick Polacks are second. <laughs> I will fucking rip the nipples off your butt cheeks. <laughs> Say something like that again. Um, okay, now we're gonna we got, we got section number two, baby. That's dude, you like this? Dude, you like this? Once again, people are clamoring for this thing. Clamor. Clamoring. They're they're fucking with their clams. And I got a good one. I dug this a lot. Hold on a second. You one dug second. this a lot. Uh, you vamp, vamp while I, while I get this. Here we go. Blue jean baby, LA and she's a seamstress for the band. Sean doesn't have service. Okay, yeah. Here we go, you ready? Everybody, get down! Get down, everybody! It's got the buttons! Get down, everybody! Get down! Hello? Press the buttons! the side of the robber before <laughs> wasn't that great <laughs> so for the audio if you just listen to the audio brand yeah. new jerks uh, the video was and and please check it check out the youtube it's all on the youtube oh. i look up brand new jerks on youtube it's it's i think it's i think it's a, like a asian nail salon i think it's like a uh, I, I think it's maybe a korean nail salon or something <sighs> and this dude walks in to rob it but he's got like just sunglasses. It just looks like he just came from like the racetrack. <laughs> he's got like a a bag over his hand. I don't think the Joe had, Pesci. Yeah, yeah. from Goodfellas. <laughs> but he has um, just a bag over his hand, and he comes in to um, to rob the salon. 
and they kind of, it looks like they kind of don't understand him and also don't believe him. They don't even know what he's saying. They don't take him seriously. They don't take him seriously. But I think they also don't know what he's saying because he's kind of talking fast. Yeah. And it's like, give me money. And then it doesn't work a couple times. And he goes, give me everything. <laughs> it's, you know what it is? That's my relationship with my family. <laughs> Is I am just I am just being loud, obnoxious, doing bits, and they are so callous to it. <laughs> you think this is those people in that salon's first rodeo? That's like, the oh, thing. That guy's trying to rub. And I also love the fact that he just loses steam. He literally wanders around the whole place. It's a very tiny place. Goes to the register. That guy doesn't do shit. Goes to the door where this woman's kind of blocking the door, but she's just in the way. Like she's nobody. No, there's no heroes in this. There's nobody. There's nobody thwarting the attempt. <laughs> and then he kind of just stares, kind of looks around, and he's so dejected <sighs> and just walks out of the salon. He's like being a criminal's hard. <laughs> uh, you know what? I thought I was up for it. I am not, man. He goes to his self-help group. He's like, I can't catch a break. I tried this Robbie yesterday. I couldn't even get rob these people. It was you know crazy. what he should have did? What? Should have went to Michael's and bought a whiteboard. <laughs> really planned it out a lot better. Yeah, you got to plan your heist. <laughs> he, he didn't plan that heist at all. Oh, Isn't that great, man. though? I watched that. Dude, I'm watching it thinking he something bad's going to happen. Like somebody's going to like have some vigilante justice. That's or usually gonna... what happens in those clips. Yeah. Yeah. And he just went, right. <laughs> you guys got, hey, you guys put up a hell of a fight. Like he was, he was 10 seconds away from going, come on guys. <laughs> hey, please. Okay. Please. He kept going, give me everything. Yeah. Give me everything. <laughs> and everybody was just like, uh, Come no. on, guy. Let me just rob you. Uh, was that it? That had to be a toddler. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> he got his hands over his ears. <laughs> He's got a temper tantrum. Is that in New York? I don't know where it is. I I would guess L.A. if it's anywhere. Because New York. I don't could, think it's New York. New York has done that to me. I feel where? like I feel like if I was just in a bodega and somebody was robbing it, I'd be like, okay. You'd be like you you'd wait in front of them like you were still on like you're yeah. still online. Just somebody online. I, 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 the guy would be like, "This is a robbery." But yeah, the the line starts here. I've been standing here for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, no, dude. You're like, hey, no. hey, I'm about to pull out a gun if they don't make my fucking yeah. turkey wrap quicker. No, no cutting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be you. He'd jump in front, and you'd be like, "Hey, that's why I don't say shit anymore." Give me, give me, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, give me, give me, give me, give me. You feel tough. Yeah. What's the line? It's a good uh, fellas line. I'll, I'll, I'll play with movie references. Oh, oh. Well, he goes, you fucking feel strong. Oh, that, well, Billy Bat says, "Come on." He goes, "I think he calls him a fake tough guy at one point." Yeah. Billy Bats, and he goes, "You fucking mutt." He calls him a mutt. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Keep him here. Keep him." Uh, which is probably because that's actually a pretty great. Really quick as a sidebar. Yeah. Here. That's such a great thing. They all know each other so well. He just tells. <laughs> He tells, it's almost like they don't know what's going to happen. He tells De Niro and Leota, keep him here. Like they're, and they both know, like, or at least De Niro knows, okay, yeah, come back later and when it's convenient yeah. to murder this guy. <laughs> that, that, dude, You're that, on a date, finish the date, and then come back later. That would be so weird if it was just that. That's what's so funny about that sequence of the movie is how, like, um, and that's something that we're talking about, like, no funny moments in a movie. I rewatched Goodfellas. I was laughing hysterically at it's that whole part. It, it, that it's it's great. And 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 I was just thinking, like, could you imagine, like, now if you freak out at the bar like that, and you're like, keep him here, keep him here, and you leave, 
And I just uh, I get a call from my girl, and she's like, "When are you gonna be home?" I was like, ah, "I gotta hang out at the bar until a lot of people leave. <laughs> Donnelly's gonna kill this maid guy." Yeah, he's coming back. Bad. Now, honestly, people aren't gonna be leaving until pretty late. We want to make sure Billy gets really drunk, and then uh, and Sean's gonna come back, so I'll be home a little late. So we're gonna kill him and play a Donovan song on the jukebox while we do. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, absolutely, it's it's a hundred percent. It's like it's like it's just an under. That's why that movie is so fucking good. What? I was talking with somebody about the the you know the I think it was with you or with maybe with somebody about the the funny how thing when you find out the things behind it and you find out that the only ones who knew about what he was going to do are Leota. Leota and Pesci. Yeah, because the uh, the guys around him are qu- getting quiet like for real. They're having they, a natural reaction. They think it's a real thing. But when he goes after that, one of my favorite things even more than the 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 funny how is with the waiter. He goes. He goes, what are, you, what are you doing? You're like impending doom over here. And then the, then he clips over the thing of the waiter. Yeah. He goes, and he goes, the, and the, uh, when the, the owner of the restaurant comes over and he hits him with the glass. And he goes, he goes yeah. He goes, when, when he left last week, this, this prick asked me to christen his kid, whatever it is, right? <laughs> the way he sits, the way he fixes the suit and sits down after he says it is like so authentic. I know it's just like yeah, probably no, what he would have done, but I'm saying oh. it's so authentic for the character, for the time, for everything. I, I have something to say that is it, that it's not uh, that that is a little bit sensitive. I'm going to get vulnerable with you for a second. Go for about it about movies. I told you about my Tom Hanks cry. I know. Which man, you got to keep that to your fucking self. Uh, this Tom Hanks thing that you have because we all know he's it's a national treasure. Okay? He's fucking the second best Hanks next to Chet. <laughs> We've already done the the rank the Hanks on oh, this podcast. Let's talk about that. In a second. I have a thing I saw about. Chet Hanks. That, oh, really? Eric Andre. Did you see that? No. But tell me your thing first. Um, I was just going to say is like the thing that I love about movies so much is when I rewatch something that I haven't watched in a long time, It it the meaning of it changes for me sometimes. Like, like my relationship to the movie changes sometimes. That's how much I fucking love movies. Yeah. Like... Like things that happen in your life, and then you watch the movie, and it changes how you feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. I had that with Royal Tenenbaums. At first, you weren't a huge fan. No, I loved the movie. Oh, and then you. But re- but I, I love like I loved it in a different way. Like I loved it at first because it's this quirky movie. It's funny. It's all these good characters. It's this weird relationship, and then oh, and then rewatching it. Yeah. You know, after some major life events have happened to maybe me, maybe a dad died. Maybe a dad died. Is that like? It's very. It's kind of parallel to my own relationship with my dad. Yeah, because it, it, because it right. is it is that kind of like harder, yeah. it's kind of like Gene Hackman has this like not total redemption, but as much as that guy's gonna do, yeah, and that's what your dad did, yeah. And are you gonna upset now? No, no, <laughs> but, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting upset, but it 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 uh, it, 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 it it hits me hard. Yeah, I can see that. And it's and it's like, man, that's crazy. That like, I know what moment it is too. Not everybody <laughs> I is. I know what moment it is. What is it? It's been really hard, Dad. And he says, I know Chazzy. That yes. fucks me up. And I, I don't even yeah. have a parallel story, but it's a dad That's thing. That's what I'm saying, but it's such <laughs> a thing. <laughs> we gotta stop. What'd you see on Eric Andre? <laughs> I ah, can't. I, I know, can't. man. It's okay, buddy. Oh, oh I know. It's brutal. Uh, but I, yeah, yeah I it's, know it's, it's really weird. It's like, a, it's that's how good of an actor Gene Hackman is too. It's like you can play that like semi prick funny prick the entire time, and then have that one 
that one line can just bring somebody down to their knees. Like that, that's a dead dad thing for me as well. Because I saw it. He was freshly dead when I saw it. Yeah. He was, it was 2001, I think it came that's out. That's when it my came out. Was, yeah. My dad died 2000, March 2000. I think it came out 2001. Or, or I've watched that movie a million times. So That I, scene is one of the most honestly acted scenes I've ever seen. It's fantastic. Yeah. And also, Ben Stiller's good in it. Yeah, he's yeah, great in it. Everybody's good in it. It's, it's my favorite Wes Anderson. It's, the, it's, 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 the t- it's top Wes Anderson. It's that one. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And it's just the same thing with like, the field, field of Dreams. I don't know how many times I even played catch with my dad. But for some reason, that line will still get you. I... Even before my dad croaked, yeah, I fucking cried. Like any time I watch that, I fucking I'm fucked up for like twenty minutes after. It's fucked. It's it's so good. That's why I love movies so much, and that's why I it know. sickens me. Yeah, the the state the movies are. Well, you know what? Yeah, and it sucks. I would love movies to be on top. I like, again, I I want movie stars to be a thing. I want things to be back. I don't know if that'll happen. I think it's people not. will still be movie stars to people, and people will be like, and then people will appreciate them for acting. But as far as like the like larger than life movie star thing is probably probably gone. But I don't it's want done it to for. be. But the one thing, kind of like the um. Well, the last of the Mohicans got a movie coming out that we might have to see very soon. What do you mean? The last movie star. Who the last that? living oh, movie uh, star. Uh, who's, who is Tom that? Cruise, Mission Impossible. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm, Death I'm, Reckoning I'm, is coming out too. Yeah, he's a definitely. He's the only one. He's the one that's the only one left as far as like a. It came out yesterday. Goes. But like even Clooney and those guys are. But like, but, but Clooney did a show. I think. No, did Clooney ever do a TV show? Uh, he was in the Facts of Life yeah. very early in his career. No, I mean like after, like a prestige one. Like, I don't think you're gonna. No. I don't think you're not gonna see Cruise. It doesn't matter. He's he's like the only thing that matters to Tom Cruise is movies. You ever hear him talk about movies? No. Is he is he pretty passionate? He's he watches. He goes somebody in an interview was like, "Oh, have you seen this?" And he goes, "No, I'm watching it this week." And they go, "You're gonna watch it?" And he goes, "I watch two movies a day." That's what he said. So even if he's doing that three days out of the week, two movies. He's watching six movies a week. That's a lot of movies. A lot of time watching movies. He's just a fan of. Dude, I love Tom Cruise. So do I. He's from. He's an alien from another planet. But, um, but the other thing I wanted to tell you was real quick. The reverse of that, where it's something. Some uh, actually it was something happens. It was, it was kind of what we're talking about the dead dad thing. I was in love with this girl back. Two thousand two was when Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind came out, and I saw that, and I had just broken up this girl I was in love with, and that fucked me up. To, to know, and that's all I think about when I watch that movie is that is that time period of my life. That's what I'm saying. That's what's so great about movies. That's what's so great about that art form. But I'm saying like to like sometimes it sticks with you something like that. It brings you back to the place when you first saw it or like what you think it is. And, and then sometimes like like I'll watch a movie and like I'll be like, oh, that movie was definitely about this. And then I'll read what the director or the writer's intention was. Yeah. And it's totally different. I'm like, nah, nah still about what I what think I it want. is. Yeah. That's kind of the point of art. And that's kind of the point. Like, you kind of can take your own, your own <coughs> perception out of it. And, and now, for me, the, on, a, on, a gra- on a more general scale, now when I go through, like, Max, HBO Max, whatever you want to call it, and they have, like, the... <laughs> Now Turner Classic movies I saw are like are like movies from like when we were kids when I was kid mostly. Fucking Michael Clayton's on there. That's that's insane. And but the ones that are way back, I I get like really nostalgic. That now I've like that moves me. Like I watch even with the ones that are like not like Weekend at Bernie's, but like something like that where it's like a better version of that. 
makes me go, oh, I, you, you, it starts to realize your age and it makes you think differently about your life because of how much I love movies and because of how, how those movies are perceived now is like when somebody's like, have you heard the, the, the Counting Crows, the oldies band, the Counting Crows, like stuff like that yeah. where you're like, and not in a jokey way, in like a, there's a life change way. And it's a little more serious, not to be a bummer, but it's a little bit more serious. Yeah, but even more movies have become my escape. Like even more so now in a world where we're like, and, and it's funny that in I'm a, a world. in a world, they were brothers separated <laughs> at birth. But like, no, the, um, the, the, the thing with movies now is, is like, I use the big screen as my escape from the fucking little screen that's in our hand all day. Yeah. It, it's like I fuck it. When I go to the movie theater, I put my phone on airplane mode. So when I, I and there's certain movies that like I always have the TV on when I'm at home, which is probably really bad for me. But I will sh- like like when me and Natalie watch Goodfellas, my phone was on fucking airplane mode yeah, across the room, face down. I'm watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think we need to do shit like that more. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that I think that is I think there's this, I think there's a change happening. People are getting away from their phones. I think that. A lot of people are realizing a lot now that this threads thing is happening. I think people are realizing like the, the way with TikTok happened was like, oh, it's a young person's thing that older people got into. Now everybody on the planet's on it, right? Yeah. With threads, because it was so easy to join. Are you on threads? You, yeah. You could hear a collective. Ugh, you could hear a collective like, I guess I got to do this, especially people in comedy. But yeah. I, mean, I think anybody with Instagram is probably like, I guess I'll just do this because they I just it's that easy. And it just downloads for you, and it goes back and forth to the thing. It's like there's no individualness with these apps anymore. They're all just intertwined. So, and I think the the race for Zuckerberg is like, I'm gonna corner your, all your social media experience to keep myself relevant. Because I did a podcast yesterday with the with, uh, they had like a comedy seller one, and this guy runs it. This guy had time with brought up a good point. He's like, oh, Facebook was on its way. It was the di- it was a dinosaur. It was what your parents were on to. Give updates about vacation and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when they bought Instagram, it just could not have helped them more. Oh, I know. So now with threads, and then he brought up a great point about threads. Not, we're not going to get political, but it's perfect timing. A little bit before the election, you'll just, they already have 100 million people on threads. Really? Yes. That's crazy. Uh, uh, yes. So I'm not on there. What? You're, I'm not on there not yet. I got to I gotta grab it. It's, it's a matter of just pushing the thing on Instagram. It's like, it feels like you're just... It feels like you just made an annoying. You know what's kind of annoying? I'm gonna it, do it Thursday. It puts your it puts your link on your Instagram after you do it. And it's and like it a number. Like, it looks like a prisoner number. It looks like like it puts it beneath your picture on the thing. It's kind of like you're in fucking Auschwitz. It, exactly. I was gonna say that, but I thought it'd be too insensitive. No, I said it. <laughs> That's how we do it here, Sean. That's how we do it. I'm the uh, I'm the ba- I'm the bag yeah. man. <laughs> So well, we have one more section, I think. One more sec- section, and we, we, we touched on it last week. Um, it is the brand new Jerks official Dunzo list, where me and Sean uh, named things that we're done with. Uh, last week, we put uh, voting, and uh, what, what did you have on your Dunzo list last week? I forget what I had. Do you remember? Mm-mm. I remember mine was voting, because yeah, I got a lot voting, of shit I, for that. Which I did not expect. <clears throat> oh, I have one for this week, and I don't, and I'm not going to even make it. It's just gonna. This is just a fact. People make this thing political, and it's not. And it's a. It is. A, it's a very tiny problem. But I can put it on something as tiny as the Dunzo list because yeah. it's a comedy podcast. Because I got a big problem. Okay, I'm, on my I'm gonna do my list. little one first. Okay. I don't care where you stand. I, I stop pretending that you're okay with this. I don't care where you stand on this thing. Paper straws. Paper <laughs> straws. 
And the minute you say the word paper straws, you don't like them. <laughs> you were going to say something like, about like gay rights. No, no. I, this is a tiny problem. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny. This is a tiny problem. Abortions. I'm done with abortions. <laughs> uh, I have this pesky civil rights thing. Can we just mm, be done with it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it really is a tiny problem. But I'll be honest, like it, it actually is a good deterrent. If you don't want to drink soda, go to a place that has put a paper straw and any drink that you don't want to drink, I try to drink it out of it, and it'll turn you off to that drink. Because I went to, <laughs> this isn't going to help. It was, a, it was kind of a, di- a little bit of dichotomy. You spent a fucking weekend in Texas. I was in Texas. And you're like, dude, they got to do something about these fucking paper straws. And now that you mention it, did you hear that trans women are playing sports <laughs> with, with natural born women? But I'll tell you what. where I got the plastic straw. You'll be shocked about this. Mighty Oak. Chick-fil-A. Whoa! It was in the you airport. Love Chick Fil A. Uh, I do love. You Chick-fil-A. go out of your way to go there. <laughs> I don't go out of my way to go there. You do. I if there's one, I will eat a Chick Fil A. Yeah, no, you love. Chick-fil-A. But here's the thing: uh, they had paper straws, and I was like, "There's no point to even have." Now you're just wasting paper. Now you don't even have to do the whatever the facilities are, or the fundamentals, or the or the the mechanics to get those paper straws made. You shouldn't even do it because no. If you're a person that says you don't mind paper straws, you're lying. You're a liar. Or, or you're you're just you're a contrarian who's trying to something political or whatever you're trying to do, and in your your head you're gonna tell people you don't mind it to seem I don't know like you're better than me. You're not also, better than me. Also, it's a <laughs> I I agree because I'm adding that to my Dunzo list as well. Paper straws because it feels like the smallest, most hollow gesture. It's like, hey, we got to do something about global warming. We got to do something to save the environment. You know what we'll do? You know those those tiny fucking tubes of plastic that we drink out of? Let's make them paper. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do There's it. a trillion other things that you can do for, you know, to, to protect the environment. And that's where we're starting. Also, have you seen these maniacs that, that, that have uh, metal straws? Uh, yes. They're disgusting. Yeah. Also... Tastes like you're blowing a robot. What are, you, what are you giving me, another umbrella? I'm going to lose it in 20 minutes. Well, I'm going to have it in my back pocket. I'm going to have a metal straw a day. Oh, Get the fuck out of here. And it's in your back pocket. It's also, a butt straw. You want to help the environment? Let's get rid of receipts. Done with receipts. Can we get rid of... I know, that, I know every comic has a joke about going to uh, a CVS and getting a Bible for a receipt, like a long... Uh, basically a scroll for a receipt. But I mean, just in general... I went to and got stuff from like the you know the the um, the, the newsstand at like the airport, and they were like, "You want your receipt?" And I'm like, I, "Well, I, I, I was like, sure." And it was like, it was yeah, one two small ones and one big one. I'm like, "What? Are you, what is this? Why? Why? What are you doing? What are you, are you tracking me? What are you doing?" It's the fucking IRS, dude, and the government. It's all it's the government. Also, a thing where it's like, well, you were saying earlier during the quick jerk about how the government did 9/11, and then now well, I didn't we're say that. you did, and we're then now we're saying that it's the it's the government that wants this paper trail. <laughs> very, very anti-government podcast. <laughs> we, we are subversive. All right, let's hear your big one. What's your big one? Your big Dunzo list item. This it is a big thing. Okay. And I know you're not going to think it is, but I think you're going to be surprised. I think I'm done with Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I gotta be honest. That's a biggie because there's so many of them, and they're so. I, th- I think I'm done. It's be- what well, if if it's not Dunkin' Donuts as a whole, I'm definitely done with their fucking coffee. Their coffee's not good, but I'll tell you this much: their coffee's better than Starbucks coffee. I drink black coffee. That's the only thing. I drink black coffee too. 
Sometimes I'll add a splash of almond milk from Horny. But the thing about Dunkin' Donuts is, is I stopped there yesterday. And by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be four days ago. So I'll probably be even more angered because me, time doesn't heal the wound. It festers the wound for me. So I... I meet my girlfriend because we're going to go to the uh, go to the movies and she's at work. I get there 10 minutes early. I said, hey, do you want a coffee? She said, yeah, uh, just get me a small coffee, small iced coffee. I go get two small iced coffees. Guess how much it cost? How much? Eight dollars and fifty cents at Dunkin Donuts at Dunkin fucking Donuts. This is in New York. And it doesn't matter where it, it would, is. Sean. Yes, it does. It would change. Eight dollars and fifty. But, but here's but here's what pisses me off is I look if you look at the. Um, the marquee, I don't know what it's called, uh, that has all the prices the, and the, the price calories. Board, the whatever, I don't even know what it's price, called. Either. You don't even know what it's called. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should See, that's another problem with Dunkin' Donuts. They don't tell you what the fucking thing at the top is Mar- called. Marquee's outside of the On the marquee. The marquee. <laughs> I'm gonna, one day I'm going to be on the marquee of Dunkin' Donuts. Appearing tonight. <laughs> glazed. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, chocolate <laughs> sprinkle. Oh man, I just, I just got real lightheaded. <laughs> Come see Bear Claw. <laughs> but uh, a small hot coffee, two dollars and fifty six cents. A small iced coffee, three dollars and sixty eight cents. Small iced coffee, small hot coffee. An oh, iced they, coffee. They charge you a dollar for the ice. It's a dollar more for the ice. Do you know what that ice does? Um, it eliminates room. For coffee, yeah, but you know why I think they do it? Because the people that are going to pay for iced coffees, I guarantee they they know they're going to pay the extra dollar. Because the I think it's like a different, I think it's a different scene for those. It's people. bullshit. This is even just a straight up coffee with iced coffee with you know. I just got a coffee, iced coffee. But black. If you black coffee to black coffee, they're better than Starbucks. It doesn't matter that it's better. It's that they're charging that much more for iced coffee. And then another issue is is that. Did you ever get you don't you see like a black coffee so you don't deal with this, but if you I used to get cream in my coffee if you order a cream in a in a Dunkin' Donuts coffee, their baseline on a small is to put four creams in a small, four fucking creams, four creams. How many do you want? You want one cream maybe? Yeah, maybe a yeah. half a cream for a small. Why are they they doing that? You're drinking fucking half. You're just drinking half and half in a cup. With a splash of coffee in it. So let me ask you this. Is the Dunzo, does it also pertain to the donuts? I think so. Well, here, I'll give, I'll I say, think I'll, so. I'll, 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 I'll I don't need another fucking donut. I'm a fat slob. And if I'm going to have a donut, I'm going to have a good donut that has some craftsmanship in it and not one of Dunkin' Donuts who when you go there now, they used to, th- their donuts have fell off. They have. Because I do that now. The same mindset you have, I do that with pizza, donuts, and bagels now. If I'm gonna get it, it has to be like uh, the, pizza. I I yeah. fucked up this pizza, weekend. It's yeah. hard not to have. I had, I had like microwavable pizza, basically. I like that though. I like having that. It'll have make you have less of it. Yeah, it's not worth it because it's like especially with treats, ice cream as well. So you do like a Van Leeuwen, or you do like a, like going and getting like I don't go and get like the the, the Ben and Jerry's pints anymore for, that have been sitting there for two weeks, three, four weeks in the in the bodega. Oh, and the freezer burn. Yeah, for, yeah, it's just not, and you get it, and it's a whole. You just let it sit out for ten minutes. I when it comes to donuts, what I've noticed they do with Dunkin' Donuts in the city. You walk in, you're you have to get there. They have the same donuts from six a.m. When they're like, oh, we're making the donuts, making the donuts. It's like nobody's. 
when they're done, they're done. I think they just have, they make, or they have them delivered. A lot of places, them, a lot of the places have them delivered. So what's your go-to at Dunkin' Donuts? What's your go-to donut if you're getting <laughs> one donut? Um, I get chocolate frosted with sprinkles. But here's the thing. <laughs> or, I, or I'll get a glaze. Because I'm going to freak out. Well, here's the thing. It's funny. I go, <laughs> as a comic, I don't know if you know Mike Gaffney. You know Mike Gaffney? I know the name. Really funny comic. Um, buddies, I haven't seen him in a while, but we're buddies. And we did a road show once, and we stopped at the Dunkin' Donuts, and I got, I asked for a chocolate frosting with sprinkles, and then I walked away and I opened it up, and it was just, just without, it was without sprinkles, and I went back and I go, I asked for the one with the sprinkles, dude, and he was like, are you, are you a toddler? Like, are you a, 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 a literal child? And I was like, yeah, I, yeah, dude, I don't know, I want the sprinkles, dude. It happened to me. That same exact thing happened <laughs> to me two weeks ago when I was in Jersey. I stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts because I got to, like to the gig super early. I grabbed one of their dog shit fucking overpriced iced coffees, and I grabbed a. I said, "Can I do a strawberry frosted?" And I pointed to the top, and it looked as though they were all strawberry frosted. Sprinkles should be the baseline, because that's my favorite donut, strawberry frosted. I like chocolate frosted. And yeah. they give me just a, sh- they give me it without sprinkles. But I didn't have the, the, I didn't go up the chutzpah, the chutzpah. Um, but the you could tell how bad it's getting is because the pink icing isn't as prominent anymore. It almost looks see through on top of this donut. It's yeah, like tra- it's like transparent. Yeah, they're not. It's not good, Dunkin' Donuts. So Nobody fuck- goes nuts about Dunkin' Donuts. People are also now like I've never understood people getting breakfast there, like breakfast sandwiches. Nope. I've gotten it. It's gross. It's all just microwave ass fucking shit. Why would you spend any amount of money on that? So, Dunkin' Donuts, I'm done with you. That was a good one. That's it. Well, this has been this has been fun. This has been eye opening. It has been. We we took a we took a roller coaster ride. It's really been. A <laughs> you almost cried. You I didn't almost cried, dude. You did the thing where you. I've been there. I'm not judging. I didn't almost cry. I already you, fucking cried today, so I'm good. I get it, I get it out every the beginning of every morning. I cry, I scream, and I fight. I wake up at seven in the morning. And I find somebody in the streets to fight. I told you this. That's how I get my exercise. You didn't say you actually did it. You just said that you'd like to do it. Hmm, well, <laughs> lots changed. Can we tell the people where they can find brand new jerky? Jerks? Yeah, you could find brand new jerks. New episodes every Thursday. That's full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Uh, that's going to be all of the clips, all of the segments on that YouTube, all of the shorts. Uh, and you can also find us audio. That's Spotify. Apple Pods, leave us ratings and reviews on there. We would greatly appreciate that. And then you can also find uh, me personally on Instagram at Ray Zawadney. Uh, that's where I'll be posting uh, the the shorts as well, collabing with Shawnee over here. And then also, um, you know, stand up clips, other shit, my stand up dates. Uh, August nineteenth, um, I'll be at the Attic Comedy Club in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, so I'd love it if you're a Columbus. Uh, resident or you know somebody in that area Tell them to fucking come to my show Sean? Uh, Yeah I'm at Shawnee Time On Instagram and you can uh, You can check me out next week uh, Or the end of the month but let me see where it is I will, I'm going to be in Minneapolis At the House of Comedy at the end of July It's July 27th To the, to the 30th oh. And uh, the week after that I'll be in Batavia, Illinois At the um, at the uh, Comedy Vault, which is a fantastic club right outside of Chicago. And I'm going to hang out with my very funny friend, Nick Cobb, because he just moved there. So oh, I can't. I'm and so excited. We would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, 
Us two motherfuckers are going to be at Souljules on Ooh, on uh, July twenty second. Yes, on July twenty second, you can catch if you're a fan of the podcast, come to Souljules in uh, in Pennsylvania, souljulescomedy.com, and check me, uh, Ray, and a very funny comedian, uh, Lena Seibel, uh, is going to join us. So yeah, come to that show, and then you know we'll buy you a drink if you say yeah. If you come to the show and you say you're a brand new jerks uh, fan, we'll get you a drink and I'll kiss you on the face. <laughs> you might cry afterwards. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that with the, with the fucking. Let's get out of here. Thanks, guys. Here's the awkward Bang. handshake. <laughs>